0: Today we bring you our next installment of Peak Curiosity 91.5 KRCC's series in which we answer the questions our listeners are most curious about. We received a question from a listener in Pueblo who says they read that the Temple Emanuel on Grand Avenue in the Steel City was founded in 1900. This person wants to know more about the Jewish history of the region. Reporter Meredith Turk took a look and came across some figures whose stories help illuminate that history. The story starts as you might expect. Anti-Semitism was rampant in Europe in the mid-1800s, and there was economic opportunity in the United States. Two German-Jewish brothers, Abe and Henry Goldsmith, were among those who sought a better life in the U.S. They settled in Denver to farm. Henry married a Jewish woman named Clara, and together they had a daughter, also Clara. She was born in 1860 in Denver and was the first Jewish girl born in Denver. Theria Wilson is an archivist at the Rocky Mountain Jewish Historical Society in Denver. She says this Jewish birth... It's the first documented in Colorado. Wilson says the goldsmiths did not do well in Denver. Baby Clara's mother died during childbirth. A flood ruined the family's harvest, so the remaining family turned south to Pueblo to open a store. But life was tough there, too. In Pueblo, Clara was captured by Ute Indians and ransomed back to the family. They got her back for Uh, a bolt of calico, flour, and of all things, pork rinds. The Goldsmiths were part of a wave of German-Jewish immigrants that settled in southern Colorado beginning in the 1860s. By 1877, there were 400 Jewish families in Colorado. Three-fourths concentrated in Denver, and the rest spread throughout the state. Many opened stores in mining towns selling food and general goods to miners. Some built businesses, not so many in farming, but some in ranching. Like we did have Jewish cowboys in the early days. In the early 1900s, a second wave arrived. There were Eastern European who were more religious, and the two groups kind of separated Synagogues in the south came drip by drip as they were supported by a small but active number of Jews. In 1905, the Jewish population in Colorado Springs was about 75 and Pueblo around 300. Resources were thin, so rabbis came from Denver and people traveled from New Mexico up to places like Temple Aaron in Trinidad. It was a regional effort to keep the temples open. And have you been in a synagogue or temple before? I have okay then Dr. Perrybach is a member of Temple Shalom, one of three synagogues in Colorado Springs. He's currently working on a book about the history of Jews in Colorado Springs. He's also a child psychiatrist. He says in the early nineteen hundreds many Jews came to Colorado to escape overcrowding on the East coast. In fact, so many of them settled in New York and Brooklyn that a group of them decided, why don't we see if we can arrange for many of the immigrants to move farther west? Like many Colorado transplants, Jewish immigrants also came to seek treatment for tuberculosis with dry weather and clean air. They were treated throughout Colorado, including at the renowned Cragmore Sanatorium in Colorado Springs. Some, like Dr. Otto Einstein, even worked at the sanatoriums. Einstein fled Nazi Germany in 1939 with the help of his very famous fourth cousin, Albert. Otto Einstein called Colorado Springs home for a few decades. Tanya Britton is a native German and resident of Colorado Springs. She fell in love with the story of Dr. Einstein because it was like her own story. You know, he was German. I was born in Germany. Um, He emigrated, and so did I. Um, He was a medical man, and at some point I was a medical woman. (laughs) In Germany, Dr. Einstein was a pediatrician, but he reinvented himself as a tuberculosis expert in Colorado Springs, Britton says. Einstein was revered at Cragmore as a kind doctor who bridged cultural barriers by treating Navajo patients. Imagine... A German physician with a heavy, heavy accent trying to communicate with Navajo patients who also spoke accented English and, you know, had completely different backgrounds. Colorado Springs is now home to the second largest Jewish population in the state. Bach estimates there are around 400 families involved in the Jewish community and about 4,000 ethnic Jews in the area. I asked him why it's important to remember the Jewish history of people in the region. He says children who know their family history have a better sense of identity. They don't feel as if, oh, you know, I just ended up here. And with only a handful of third-generation Jews left in Colorado Springs, there aren't many who can tell that original story. For 91.5, KRCC, and Peak Curiosity, I'm Meredith Turk.